Welcome to another episode of Same Cast Different Day Podcast. I am Martel Rowland. And I'm Tina Marie. And today we're going to be discussing states and cities reopening. But first, I want to give a shout out to the Facebook group. It's called LGBTQIA Plus Wisconsin. I had a, a very good discussion. That's a discussion. Oh my God. Discussion with um, Madison. Madison and Claire and a group of other people. It was very interesting. It's a very good group. Uh, they're a support group. They mentor young people who are trying to find their way and they offered to let me mentor, which was a surprise. <laughs> they must have seen my wine at six. <laughs> but No, my wine at six is full of shenanigans. So we do wine at six at Monday, Wednesday, Friday at six o'clock. So six o'clock. This is six o'clock. Yeah. Um. So yeah, make sure y'all check that out. Make sure y'all go check out the group. I will be having Madison and Claire on the podcast uh, interviewing them pretty soon. So make sure y'all be looking out for that. So we're going to get into states reopening and how we feel about them. Well, in the guidelines that that, that were set up for the state's reopening. So, Wisconsin has been one hot mess during this whole thing. That's because the Republicans here want to kill people. The the black sheep of the family out of the United States of America, for some reason, with this, um, were very slow to react with things and then very quick to jump the gun. I know everybody um, probably saw how... um, we kind of started, jump-started the protests at the capitals within the states when we had 3,000, I think it was over 3,000 people went to the capitol um, after they had protested in Brookfield. Mm-hmm. Um, but this kind of sparked um, some, I believe it was Republican leaders, to want to try to overturn Governor Tony Evers' um, Safer at Home that he had put in place for all of Wisconsin. Now, he had extended it from April 26th to May 26th. Mm -hmm. um, And it was a lot of people that felt that that was unconstitutional. He didn't have the power to do so. Um, So they actually took him to court. And (laughs) there was a vote within the um, Wisconsin Supreme Court. Um, and they voted 4-3 to three to overturn this safer at home. Which I think, is, I think is stupid. It was, to but, me it was very stupid too because it was just overturned um, I want to say the 13th? Mm, yeah, somewhere around there. So it's like you have 13 more days to like Right, and then on top of that, we spent what hundreds of thousands of dollars for them to go to go to the Supreme Court and debate this for them to, for something that was going to expire literally a week later. So yeah, so <laughs> it was really stupid to me because even though they overturned it, a lot of the governors of the municipalities within Wisconsin still held their own safer at home order Mm -hmm. like Milwaukee so it was so crazy to me that the very first thing I saw once the the Supreme Court overturned the order for Wisconsin as a state um, was that the Tavern Association 
generation was like, <laughs> open up your bars, open up your bars, right? right? And it's like, so many people were like crowded into bars, and it was like, in the middle of the afternoon, nobody was social distancing, mm-hmm. nobody had masks on, I didn't see any hand sanitizer inside. Nope. Like, it was... I was just like, wow, like, really, it really, people, like, is it really that serious? I don't feel like it's that serious, you know? Um, then, lo and behold, <laughs> governor, the governor, Barrett, was like, hold on, y'all. Yeah, you're doing too much. So, let me just slide this into play here because we still got a safer at home order for Milwaukee. Now, it's just the city of Milwaukee and not Milwaukee County as a whole. So, mm-hmm. I was Suburbs like West Island, where I was Tulsa, right? Um, Green, things like that. Greenfield don't fall under the Governor Barrett's um, safer at home thing. Mayor, so, uh, Mayor Barrett. He's mayor. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> Mayor Barrett. My bad. My bad. You talk so, about my shenanigans, Mayor Barrett. Um. So with that being said, um, basically. Like, it is, let me see, let me get the website up here for you guys. It is WEDC.org, um, and the acronym stands for Wisconsin Med Corporation. And on its website, it basically has guidelines for each and every industry as to how they're supposed to operate. Mm-hmm during the safer at home order for um the city of milwaukee so i'll give you an example um a lot of department stores are only allowing so many people in at one time um barbershops hair salons nail salons um like waxing studios things like that can reopen um but there is no walk-ins everybody has to have an appointment made which is cool to me i mean i understand what, a lot of people do get that's what i've been saying from the beginning i've been saying that from the beginning and like for the uh the nail salons and the spas and everything like that. i think it should have been by appointment anyways and no walk in um yeah. yeah 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 so i don't so everything i do um has an appointment made because i just don't have the extra time to be waiting around as nobody mm-hmm. walking, okay <laughs> i ain't got time for it either yeah, so um, a lot of places are requiring people to wear masks when they come in, um, which is fine. A lot of people, a lot of places are supplying the masks when people walk in, which is cool. No, they make uh-huh. you pay for them. What you saying? They make you pay for them. They make you pay for the mask. So I went to, we went to Menards, I think uh-huh. Thursday, and they make you, they make you uh, pay a dollar for a mask. But when I went to, yeah, if you don't have your own. But when I went to Piggly Wiggly, I think I went to Walmart Market, and I went somewhere else, and none of those none of those places required their uh, visitors to have masks. Hmm, that's interesting. But you know, during this whole lockdown, I don't believe any of the grocery stores required people to have mm-hmm. masks on when they came in. Mm-hmm. Um, nope, it's, it's only Menards. Because so. a lot of people saying Home Depot was doing it too. When I had went to Home Depot Saturday, they didn't have a, they didn't require a mask. Oh, you be out and about. Oh yeah, I still, I still be, I still do everything like normal. <laughs> you know, because that's because I had to go. We had to go get the uh, the rototiller for the garden to get the garden started. Uh-huh. It is 
might be temporary temporary permanent until we find a solution to the coronavirus but i think reopening the cities and stuff right now is and basically reopening the country right now it's a bad idea considering that we really still do not have it contained and like uh i can't remember the doctor who be on tv with the you know the orange man all the time but he <laughs> was saying that if we don't get this some whatever yeah when uh if we don't get this contained now this might be something we can't turn back from and i think lifting the stay-at-home order is gonna lead us to that situation but kami who lives in south africa saying they're talking about reopening um i can't remember the exact thing he said yes i can't remember the, the exact city that he says he live in but he says i believe super essentials should be open uh, with precautions for now, like healthcare places need those uh, sanitation stations, and there should be uh, what's this? This should be food suppliers helping out those who can't afford it. So I guess that might be an issue where he at, where people can't afford food, and mm-hmm. they don't have any help as far as like getting food. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to reach out to him and get more of a, a clear, a, a clarification of what's going on with that situation. Wow. Yeah, uh, we are very fortunate to be uh, within a country that can provide some type of stimulus packages to us um, during this time. I mean, um, I think he only did it just to say that he for he to buy votes and say that he helped you out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But then, absolutely. but then at the same time, he was like, you know what? Well, some of you just gonna have to die for the sake of the country to get it back open. Yeah, see, I'm not gonna be one of those people. <laughs> I, that's what I said. I'm not like I'm not gonna go to. Um, I'm not gonna be at clubs. I'm not gonna be at bars. Like it's just like I, I'm not gonna go back to just being normal right away. And then I can't go back to being normal right away because it's just not gonna feel right. No, it's not. You know. And then I, I don't know. I think it'll probably be a while before I actually travel as well um, right. on a plane rather um I, if i go somewhere i probably would be more interested in just driving yeah i was thinking i was thinking about doing that this year because i have i'm mad because i had so much stuff planned in june and i had all mm-hmm. these and i have all these days off from work and everything is canceled <laughs> and i don't know what to do now with the time i'm going to have off 
I don't know. Oh, so you just gonna you you gonna continue to just take your vacation and make it a staycation? I know, but I get bored just being around the house <laughs> so fast. That's true. Like I can do it the first day because it's like I got some time off at the beginning of the month, and then I work the middle of the month, and then I'm off at the end of the month of June. Hey, you be you be snapping with your uh, vacations. I be low key jealous. Um. <laughs> Nobody never knows when I take off. <laughs> no, you just be like, I because just all of a sudden you just be like, um, I'm back. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I'm not gonna be at work for the next week. Like, when did you do this? Why you didn't tell nobody else? What's going on here? Maybe had to like, plan this stuff in advance. Through. We could have went. We could have went and did this. Yeah. Right. Oh wait. Now that I think about it, uh, the department stores. Uh, I think they're only letting five people in at a time. Yeah, that's why I said it's a limited amount of people that they let in, and a lot of places are starting to require them to wear masks. So, but you know, at this point, that's, that's like, still not going to make people want to go out and shop because if I got to stand outside and wait to get in the store, I'm just not going to go. Um, yeah, so that's why I'm like, I'm still at this point just going to order online most of the time because I'm not going to wait. I'm not gonna stand in line yeah. and wait. I just, I'm not. Cause like I don't know, cause I had finally watched the news one day and um, Brookfield Square. It was a mall that opened. I, no, not a mall. A store that opened at Brookfield Square the very next day after the order was lifted, and it was people literally sitting outside the store waiting for it to open. I'm like, it is just not that serious. No, it's not. Like, it's not. And, and I really don't understand people's. Um, way of thinking where it's like they have to go in this store like just why Right. like I can understand if it's something emergent where you can't wait to like order it right. offline and have it delivered to your house I can understand that part you know what I'm saying but just casual shopping like exactly. come on now. and then on to then we're seeing the spike uh, and the increases in people testing positive now in racing is starting to see a surge now yeah, racing was another hit, hard hit place. Right. Um, and then uh, I haven't heard anything back from the test results that they had. So they had opened up uh, free testing on at at uh, what's that place called? Midtown Midtown Shopping and Center, and then on the south side, I don't know the name of that place. Umos, it's Umos on the south side. Okay, yeah. So they That's opened up the testing center there, but I don't know if they got any test results back. Because, yeah, so it only it takes about an average of twelve hours because, now. Because I for, wonder, like, for them to get results now. Because like normally, like after they had did the first day or whatever, like they very next day we see here about oh, these many people tested negative, this many many people tested positive, and but the next day on the news, I didn't hear anything about it. So I'm like, are they keeping it hush hush that a lot of these people are still testing positive in high numbers and don't want to release that to the public? So every day I get an email that tells me how many people, how many new people tested positive. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Because, you know, a lot of those people who went to the Midtown location are the people who live in the Sherman Park area where it was a high number of cases there. So I'll tell you. So I get a I get an email every day with those stati- the statistical information. Mm-hmm. So I got one today at four oh four p.m. Um, Central Standard Time. 
Um, so this is the first time in months today that the state of Wisconsin reports no new deaths from coronavirus infections over the past 24 hours. Yay. So that's just deaths, okay? Mm-hmm. So additionally, the percentage of coronavirus tests that came back positive in the past 24 hours fell back down to 6.3%, down from 8.3% Saturday. So Saturday, we had 8.3% mm-hmm. um, of tests coming back positive, and today it fell down to 6.3%. That's still a high number to me. Um, Wisconsin now has a total of 12,571 cases. Um, About 4,000 of those is the city of Milwaukee alone. We had 203 new cases today. See, the fact that 200-some people are still testing positive in a day, I don't see that as a a flattening. (laughs) So, it's like we're breaking even just a little bit. So, which means we like should we still had, have a we safe... had a spike. We had a spike on Saturday and it went up. Mm-hmm. Now we're coming back down to where what's been kind of like our norm with how many new cases we've been seeing every day. Which um, we still need to have a safer at home in order probably further mm-hmm. than May 26th. Yes. Is so this I is going to be very interesting so hospitalizations remain steady 363 people are currently hospitalized with coronavirus infection up from 361 yesterday of those 136 require intensive care additionally 182 people are hospitalized awaiting test results wow the rate of disparity in latino populations continues to stand out 31 percent of total cases are now Latino people, and the Latino Latinos make up just seven percent of the state's overall population. That's crazy. So, and that number gonna jump know, once everything reopens tomorrow. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Like I said, I get these emails every day. It says similarly, twenty one percent of all cases are Black people, who also make up just under thirty percent of deaths. Black people make up just six percent of the state's population. It's only six percent of African Americans. Wow. And Wisconsin. That just showed there's wow, not that right? many of us here as we thought. Wow. There's <laughs> not wow. that many. That's so crazy. Isn't oh. it? <laughs> so if you <laughs> only six percent of the population is black. Seven percent is Latino. That's interesting. I mean, because you got to think like majority of the black people in the state of Wisconsin live in the southeastern part of the state, and then yeah, you might right, have right. a you might have a few that live in like this uh south well southwest part of the state. But far as when you go up north, there ain't no black people up there. Man, who it ain't nothing to do. I mean, I think like <laughs> I think like once you once you get past like Appleton or Fond du Lac, there's no there's no black people. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not into farming. Although, I kind of only thing I'm, I'm I want to go do is because I haven't ate at uh, nineteen nineteen in a while. So I love me some yeah. nineteen nineteen. That's the only thing I want to do. <laughs> okay. I mean, go for it. Uh uh-uh, uh, I gotta wait till like May, September. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not safe. Like I said, I'm not about to rush out here. I'm not about to be one of those people going to the get my uh, hair done as bad as I need to get my hair retwisted. It's been since February. 
I'm just not going. Me too. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm not going. Like, no, it's not that serious. I can wait. I can shave my own face, which I'm going to do tomorrow when I get off work. I was supposed to do it today, but I got lazy. But when I get off work tomorrow, I'll be doing it. But other than that, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trusting it. Although, um, I, 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 I bought this product online. It's for manscaping, and I hope it works. <laughs> <laughs> really? You didn't know the uh the whole the manscape uh whole set that they have? No. Look, look, so it comes with it's like it has like a little razor that's supposed to be very sensitive when you manscaping. It works on like arm hair, chest hair, all kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And then it come with these products that you can spray down there to be real fresh throughout the day and everything. So I'm excited. Uh-huh. That that'll make a, a good Father's Day gift to out there, children. That might be kind of awkward body for your parent, but... <laughs> uh, right. Um... <laughs> so, no, no. <laughs> so, if, you, if you're if you living in a state that is not open yet, when things reopen, please go out there, be careful, and if you're in a state that's already open, tell us what your experience is, and be careful also out there, because I know, um, I think in California, they're talking about lifting, and they have some restrictions lifted, but as far as uh, the city of Los Angeles, or Los Angeles County, they're still on a 100% uh, lockdown, let's say for at yeah, home. They locked, them, they locked them back down, didn't they? Yeah, I think they're, theirs was extended to, they talking about either June or August mm. for the, uh, Los Angeles County. There's so many people there. Exactly. And, uh... Uh-huh. And that's also like with these states, like, oh, yeah, we haven't seen, we only getting 200 people testing positive now. But, like, what you think is going to happen when we still got 200 people a day testing positive? What you think is going to happen when everything reopens back up? You might see a thousand people test positive in one day now. And then what are we wow. going to Then when this thing get out of control, what are we going to do? Like I said, there's no vaccine or nothing. They're talking about. And then the thing that's making me angry with Trump, he's making everything seem like a race. Like he's, I, I was, uh, I want to be the first president to send money out to my people. I want to be the first uh, country to, uh, what they call that, to get the vaccine. It's like everything is a race with him. Instead of him just really sitting down and putting on his thinking cap and listening to the, the staff that's around him or, you know, what they call them people, the advisors. He, uh-huh. he won't do any of that. It's just all about a race. Everything is a race with him. I want to be the first country to reopen fully. I want to be the first country with a vaccine. I want to be the first. But I'm like, no. Speaking of vaccines, um, my company, um, I'm a nurse that works in plasma. Um, my company is starting a program where it's called Convalescent plasma where they're going to take people who have been infected tested positive um and after at least 30 days of the resolution of their symptoms they test negative and we have them come donate take their plasma use a plasma to turn it into uh, immunoglobulin mm. and eventually go towards a vaccine we need it we need it we need it so bad so any of you they hear that make sure y'all go hit to your plasma banks if you have is this at 30 days with no symptoms and tested positive yeah yep so um it's called my company is called griffles g-r-i-f-o-l-s um they do have a website set up for people to get more information if you just go if you just google griffles and you'll see it pop up it's convalescent 
plasma donation program. Um, they also have a hotline that you probably can find on Google as well. Um, and they'll get you started. So everybody has to go through the corporate office and get screened as far as, um, symptoms being resolved. They have to send in the appropriate paperwork, um, like lab test results and things like that to them. Then, um, corporate office reaches out to us, sets the appointment, sends us over the lab test results, um, which get put into the person's chart. Um, these people are, are treated like VIPs. So they come straight in, they get their physical, mm-hmm. um, we get them straight on the bed to donate. They get appointments where everybody else is a walk in, um, and they get $90 for each donation. Jealous. So you can donate. So you can donate twice in the seven day period. So you can make $180 for giving us two hours of time out of your, your week. That sounds like a bet. And it helps. It's helping to come up with a vaccine for the coronavirus. So make sure y'all go out there and donate. And there are yeah. people who do have blood diseases who rely on the plasma too. So make sure y'all go out and donate. It is very, very important. So yeah. moving along, we try to uh how can we go we try to do movie reviews or try to find things for everybody to watch who are still in quarantine and try to make recommendations for everybody. So we the latest movie we watched was Code Eight. And mind you, I am, am a I said I, I am a big Stephen Amell fan, along with Robbie Amell. So I love their work, and I enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. into anything with seem like magical powers or supernatural powers or whatever you want to call it. I am down for it. I'm watching it, except the Charm remake because that is horrible. Please don't watch oh, that. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I cannot watch. The, oh my goodness! I, I, I couldn't. <laughs> like I thought it was just me. No. Okay. So I watched like the first two episodes of the Charm remake, and then oh. on of the original season, and then I tried to go back and watch it on Netflix, and it's just like I can't. I can't. I was so mad. I was like, it should have been a remake with the Charm sisters' kids. Yes. Taking over instead of yes, I've been way better. Yeah. Yes, instead of the girls that we got now, and I don't like the fact they try to put a gay character on every TV show. It's just right, saying. yeah, yeah. But anyway, back to Cole. It was a very good movie. The story was very well. It was real, real well written. Um, Robbie Amell said they did get the clear for a part two recently. Oh. So there will be a part two to Code Eight because I was wondering after I watched it, like, oh my god, it has to be a part two. I can't wait because yeah. I don't because I don't know. Like, oh, see, I can't get that part away. I think I can't get that part away. I can't even talk about it because I don't want I don't want to mess it up for y'all. I mean, you can talk in code. You can talk in code. You can talk in code. You talking about at the very end? The cemetery. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, and then yeah. I want to know what happened with you know the jail. Did did yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right. So yeah. It, it was a lot of questions that wasn't answered, which I was like, okay, please let there be a part two to answer these questions. So I, when they, when they announced that it was going to be a part two, I was like, yes. <laughs> Did they say when it's going to be a possible release date, like twenty twenty one? They haven't started filming it yet because of the coronavirus. Yeah. So, and that might be, they might even be doing a script, or if some people do, like, the guy who does the Transformer movies, he had, like, 
10, 15, 20 Transformer movies already written. So if they yeah. already got, so they was one of them kind of people who got the, the script already written. I, I, I guess it's just waiting for the pandemic to be over to start recording. So I'm excited, and I'm excited too. That you know what that movie was actually a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. It was better than that space movie you had us watch. Man, <laughs> I'm still mad <laughs> about that movie. <laughs> what was the name of that movie? I don't remember. <laughs> that's, it was horrible. That's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. Oh my god! I still have to watch the uh the one that you had recommended that we gonna review on an. Uh, in a few weeks. The series I was telling you about. So that's a no, spirit. no, no, not that one. Um, the one with the guy from Thor that played Thor. I haven't watched it yet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that was uh, really that was a really really good movie. So yeah, I, think I really enjoyed that. So in about two to three weeks, we're going to do a review on that one. But if you have not watched Code Eight, make sure you watch it. It is a very must watch movie. Yes, it is. So, I guess we're going to wrap things up for this episode. Um, make sure you tell your friends, share this podcast with your friends, tell your friends where to find this podcast. If you have used Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. That really helps. And make sure you write a review on iHeartRadio, which we're now going to on. iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all streaming platforms and stuff. We are not on YouTube, because a lot of people keep asking for YouTube. We're not on YouTube, sorry. And we're not on SoundCloud. But you can find us everywhere else. And you can find us on Facebook at Same Cast Different Day Podcast. And you can find the, find the podcast also on Instagram at SCDD Podcast. And on Twitter at SCDD Podcast. Yay. Um, you can find me on Facebook at Tina Marie Hasley. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter um, at underscore underscore T I N A A M A R I E. And you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Marta Roland. And by the way, we almost hitting that 3,000 mark for the Facebook group for Same Kind of for Day podcast. So make sure you tell your friends to go follow us on Facebook too. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes, it helps out a lot. And <laughs> on the next episode, we're going to be trying to, trying to determine. The best black movie of all time. Oh, this is going to be interesting. So make sure y'all tune into that. It's going to be a two-part series. So make sure y'all tune into that, and we will see you guys on the next episode of Same Cast Different Day podcast. Bye.